0: is with you. Let us pray. Holy God, whose fire of love never goes out, free us from the fear of scarcity that keeps us out of love's own feast. Renew our trust in your abundance. Which knows no death and keeps no count through Jesus Christ. Amen. It has been a long week. This election has taken its toll on me, and I imagine on you. Uh, As I record this, the news that Biden has won the presidency has just been announced just a couple hours ago. I, for one, am relieved, and I hope some of you find some comfort that the process is over, And that change is on the horizon. Either way, I pray that you may find God's peace and God's comfort in this next phase of our lives. In the summer of 2017, my wife's family took a trip to Maui. We were celebrating Mary Beth's dad's 70th birthday. We rented a house and piled together two grandparents, six adults from my generation, and three-quarter dozen grandkids. My brothers-in-law are really into cycling, so the three of us decided we would train to cycle up Maui's highest peak, Haleakala. If you measure from the ocean floor, Haleakala is taller than Mount Everest. It's 29,704 feet from the sea base. But from sea level, the summit is over 10,000 feet. And there's a road that winds up 35 miles all the way up from the ocean to the peak. So we train for months. I would ride up Gibraltar here in town toward the end doing it two times a day. Back to back. When the day came for us to do Haleakalā, I felt ready. We started riding before dawn. I felt great the first three hours or so. And that was the first like 7,000 feet of elevation gain. Then suddenly I started lagging behind. It wasn't much at first. I just kind of slowed down a bit. And then I slipped to the back of our pack. And before I knew it, I had lost sight of my brothers in law Other cyclists were, like, passing me and checking to see if I was okay. I thought I was totally fine. I wasn't even sweating. I just thought I wasn't feeling super fast that day. And when I got to the next meetup spot and saw the other guys, I slumped over on the ground. It was just really strange. I didn't feel sick or tired, but something wasn't right. I was not hungry, but the guys suggested that I eat something. So I ate one of those little goo packets that cyclists and distance runners eat. And within minutes, I was passing everyone on the road. In cycling speak, I had bonked. Bonking or the bonk is, is common referred to in cycling is something that happens a lot. While the word is funny, the feeling is not. Bonking is actually hypoglycemia, meaning that you have not consumed enough carbohydrates and have exhausted your body's glycogen stores, leaving you with abnormally low blood glucose levels. Bonking can look like exhaustion, You can be tired and sweaty and spent, or it can look like I did on Maui. Mostly fine, but moving in slow motion. Anyone who has experienced this sings a common refrain. Beware the bonk. Beware the bonk. That is the message we get today from Jesus. Beware the bonk. In case you needed something else to be cryptic and complicated in your life this week, Jesus gives us the parable of the bridesmaids. Now, when I think of bridesmaids, I think of Kristen Wiig and Maya Rudolph. I think of women in line at the altar wearing dresses that they will never wear again, made of shiny pink fabric that belongs on curtains. But that is not this. Current knowledge of wedding practices in the ancient Near East is limited. It's certainly not detailed enough to simplify this parable. But it's clear that the bridesmaids had a job to do in their time. Biblical scholars emphasize that their job was in service to the bride. In the Hebrew Bible, particularly in the book of Hosea, Israel is the bride of God. In Matthew, the understanding that Israel was to await God's coming, that Israel was supposed to stay true and to stay awake, is something that runs throughout the gospel. As homiletics professor Joy J. Moore points out, this parable is all about time. Time is the critical factor. Keep your lamp shining. Trim your lamps so that you don't waste your fuel or your wick. Don't burn out. This is a marathon, not a sprint. It's a long slog up a volcano. Beware the bonk. How do we do that? How do we live into this gospel message today, November 8th? 2020 we start by taking stock of our spiritual nutrition how do you feel what is the state of your soul today have you been able to do the things that restore you is your lamp trimmed and burning All of us who long to love God and neighbor must learn to structure our whole lives such that we can help others and stay healthy. Stay healthy and shine. Live. Live fully. Live in such a way that you feel absolutely and authentically you. The trick is for any of us to be fully and authentically ourselves. We must work toward helping everyone be fully and authentically themselves. We have to work to acknowledge systemic injustice in which we are all intertwined. That's what's happening here in this passage from Amos. Amos is fighting injustice. In Amos' time, some people are living high on the hog. They have marble beds and fancy clothes and private musicians at their beck and call. Meanwhile, the people who work to put food on the table are starving. The people who work the land are crippled by poverty. As the election cycle comes to an end, I'm baffled by the waste. Experts estimate these elections cost 14 billion dollars, 14 billion dollars. Could you imagine what we could have done with that money? We could have transformed every dying school in the country. We could have ended poverty in America. We could have fed every hungry person. We could have paid untold hospital bills. We could have saved lives and inspired the entire world to follow our example. I know elections are important, and especially this one. But isn't it ridiculous to make sure the person elected is good to the country, yet we neglect the country itself? I join MLK in quoting Amos here. Let justice roll down like waters righteousness like a flowing stream the hebrew is actually this let justice roll down like a flash flood we here in santa barbara know about flash floods we know about mudslides we have seen buildings ripped from their foundations entire homes shattered to splinters in seconds Whole canyons transformed by water rushing down. That is what Amos envisions. Justice transforming the land. It can happen in seconds, but more often, it takes a lifetime. If we are in it for the long haul, we need to beware the bonk. The election is over, but the work doesn't end here. The fight to end systemic racism doesn't end here. The work to curtail climate change and restore the Paris Agreement doesn't end here. The path forward for the dreamers and then und- undocumented doesn't end here. We are in this for the long haul. So beware the bonk. Hunker down. The night can be very long. Don't let the darkness overtake you. We have light to share. Keep your lamp trimmed and burning. Amen. the mustard seed this week is to trim your lamp you over the course of time have developed ways of sustaining your energy your hunger and thirst for justice maybe that's taking a walk maybe that's going for a surf maybe that's playing some music Maybe that is a meditation practice or reading something that is spiritually invigorating. Whatever it is, take one practice that you do and trim your lamp. Look out for yourself. Do something that helps sustain you spiritually this week keep your lamp trimmed and burning have a great week God, God of love, love. hear he the prayers of your people. For the good work of this community, may our roles be uplifted by one another. As we do healing work in Isla Vista and beyond. God, God of love, hear the, he he the prayers of your people. people. We pray this week for peaceful transition of power in the United States. We pray for an end to the division in this country. We pray for hope